Hello, and welcome to the Link Podcast, the industry's link to learn, innovate, news, and knowledge in global supply chain intelligence, hosted by Food Logistics and Supply and Demand Chain Executive. We cover everything from transportation and warehousing trends and new technologies to food safety and sustainability impacting today's supply chains. I'm Brielle Jekyll, Associate Editor of Food Logistics and SDCE, and today we're diving into mercury testing in seafood. Excuse my pun. Uh, Kevin McKay, the Chief Operations Officer at SafeCatch, comes on to talk about new innovative ways of testing for mercury in seafood, among many other things. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Kevin McKay, who is the COO of SafeCatch. And today we're discussing mercury in the seafood supply chain. Hi, Kevin. Thank you so much for coming to talk to me today. Hi. So first, do you want to just explain a little bit about SafeCatch and what you do? Sure. Yeah. So at SafeCatch, we're um, actually a, a food tech company. Um, and we uh, develop technologies to assure purity in, in foods. Um, the first kind of technology we took a stab at was um, developing a technology to be able to test for the mercury content in foods, um, specifically in seafood, um, where it's a known problem. Um, and so we developed a technology where we can actually test um, from sampling to test results in under 60 seconds. Um, so we actually test every single um, tuna and salmon that we, um, that we use for our products actually before we purchase it. So we're the only company that can, um, that tests every single fish, um, in its products. So, um, essentially that's seafood was, was the first one, first target that we are t wanted to take on. Um, but there, you know, there's plenty of um, contaminants in our foods out there. Um, and so we're continuing to develop other technologies um, to assure purity in other types of foods. This is so interesting to me because it hits close to home because my partner has a blood disease. And so he has to be really careful with anything with mercury in it. Um, that's like he can't have any raw tuna. You know, when we do sushi, he has to do anything cooked. Um, so I find this really interesting that you're able to test so well for mercury uh, and so fast. And so I guess the first real question that I have is how are you able to test these mercury levels? Yeah, so um, we actually developed um, the technology ourselves in-house. Um, it took us about really 10 years to perfect the technology. Um, and we just recently had our, our technology certified by the AOAC Research Institute, um, which is a global authority on um, testing methods. Um, and so we're really excited about that. Um, currently, or before we developed this technology, um, the industry standard and that used by the um, FDA is um, ICPMS. And that process generally takes, um, you know, anywhere from a couple hours for the sampling, um, and digestion to another, you know, hour or so for the um, analysis. And if, you know, you don't have that lab in house, then, it, you know, it takes another 
you know, day of transit. So you're looking at anywhere from one, to, at least one to two days to get results. And it can cost anywhere from 40 to a hundred dollars. Whereas with our technology, um, it costs really pennies on the dollar. Wow. That's such a big difference. How can, can you like explain how you're able to do that? Um, well, it's really, I mean, I guess it's, it is a proprietary technology, but the method has been, um, certified as a performance tested method by the AOAC, um, research Institute. Um, so essentially what we do is we created a, um, sampling tool. It's a modified biopsy needle and it allows us to take a 50 to hundred milligram, um, sample from the actual edible flesh of, of the fish or other seafood. Um, and we, it's simple enough and we developed it to be simple enough so that really, um, kind of, uh, you know, you don't have to be a lab tech to use the technology. So once that, once the sample is, um, has been taken from the fish, it's simple enough. You put it into our, uh, into our machine. We call it the multi-species mercury analyzer and you select the species and the, um, the machine actually will take the sample out of the sample tool, digest it, analyze it, and it produces a result. Um, so really there's, there's no technical skill needed. It's all contained within the, within the machine. Um, and you get a, get a result and the person operating the machine um, is told whether or not either the, the piece of seafood or the fish meets our specifications. It gets put into a green bucket. If it doesn't meet our specifications, it gets put into um, the out of spec bucket. And because we're actually screening these before we purchase them, we just simply don't purchase it at that point. Does that provide a little more detail? <laughs> yeah, that's so, that, that's really cool. Um, it's very, I don't know, I don't want to say futuristic because it's here now, but, but the, it, that's great technology. Um, and now obviously I know I have like a little bit of more hands-on experience about this, but why would you say that this is important, that mercury testing like this is so important in the seafood industry? Um, well, I mean, you know, mercury is a neurotoxin. Um, if you eat enough of it, um, you know, your, your blood level levels could build up to the point where, um, you know, you can get, um, uh, nausea, um, kind of loss of feelings, you get fatigue. Um, there's really a, a, a wide range of kind of neurological, um, you know, problems that can happen if your blood mercury levels are too high. Um, and so there are certain species, um, the highly, the more predatory, highly migratory type species can have um, elevated levels um, based on what they're eating and where they are in the, in the, um, the food chain. And so really, you know, the, the, the big problem with seafood is, is, you know, it's a, it's generally a wild caught animal. So, you know, within wild species, there's a lot of variability in what they're eating, um, you know, where they're eating it. Um, and so really the, the big question with the seafood was, is, you know, because of that variability, you can't just test, you know, 
a small amount of one subset and get an answer for what the, the mercury levels are in the entire, um, you know, lot um, or, or catch that you have. And be, so with that variability, um, you know, you could have one fish in a species that tests very, very low uh, or, or in, a, in a school that tests very, very low. And in that same school, you could have another fish that, um, you know, could, could be considered unsafe for some sensitive mm -hmm. populations. And so what we wanted to do is kind of take that, um, take that variability out of the equation um, so that uh, any person who purchases, you know, uh, seafood that's been tested by us knows, um, has a little bit better idea of what they're putting in their body. You know, mm -hmm. that's one thing. We thought this was going to be something that was only going to be kind of taken on by people in, po in sensitive populations. But, you know, it turns out a lot of people, especially these days, really want to know, you know, precisely what they're putting in their bodies. And right. so that's what we're trying to do is assure, um, assure these people that want to know, you know, that the food that they're putting in their body is as clean as, as possible. Mm -hmm. I know you answered this a little bit. Um, but so I guess you're saying that before mercury testing, you would test a, one portion of a whole group of fish and, and hope for the best, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's because it, it you know, it took so long with, with, um, you know, the sea such generally a pretty quick, um, you know, especially for fresh fish, you got to get stuff caught, processed and back out to market as soon as possible. So you don't have time to, um, you know, take a sample from each fish, send it off to a lab, right. wait for the results and get it back again. And, um, and then there's the variability. So, yeah, I mean, in the past, you would have, um, you know, the FDA would require a few tests um, from some companies importing fish. Um, but yeah, there was real no good way to determine, you know, the entire, you know, the average mercury levels of a, of a population of species mm -hmm. um, without testing every single piece. Mm -hmm. um, and then when it comes to the supply chain and how these products are moving through the cold chain, how does the technology fit into that? How, how is it handled in regards to the supply chain? Um, yeah, so we're in, in the supply chain, we're set up um, right after really the sizing and grading of, of the particular uh, fish. Um, so, you know, it's caught, brought in, it's gotta be sized. Um, and then graded so that they can assign a price to it. And so we're, we essentially set ourselves up as kind of a, an, an extra um, quality um, or specification checkpoint. So, you know, it, if we're going to purchase a, a piece of seafood or tuna, for example, it has to meet our sustainability requirements, has, has the proper documentation, it has to meet our quality requirements, and then it also has to meet our uh, mercury requirements uh, or specifications, which, like I said, since we can test it in, you know, under 60 seconds, we can be right there as soon as they've graded it, test it, say, yes, we're going to take this one or no, this doesn't meet our specs. Um, this isn't a, a fish that we want. So we're right after the, the, the grading and sizing. Um, and then 
as it's being put into, um, in the case of tuna, into cold storage. If this was a fresh or another type of seafood, then it would be right before it's sent off to the distribution center or the processing mm-hmm. center. Okay. Ideally, we want to test it in its whole whole form um, so that, you know, you can test, do one test and you, and you get the results for the entire fish as opposed to having to test like a loin or a filet or something like that. Right. So you mentioned this before, but I'm just really curious, where do you want to take um, this technology in the future? I, I know you, that you said that there are other kinds of, of things that you could test for. Yeah. Um, you know, there's other, even within the seafood space, there's other heavy metals um, that we like chromium um, that are an issue in some, some species of seafood and other and uh, regions. Um, and then beyond that, we want to be able to test for things. Other heavy metals is really the first um, or, you know, where we're going to be starting. And so, you know, f- looking for arsenic and rice, um, products, um, you know, that's kind of potentially next. We also want to figure out some technologies for, um, testing for gliophosphates in, um, wheat products. Um, and so really just looking for identifying, um, contaminants, um, that, you know, that, that are really affect a whole industry. Um, and, and that's where, where we're trying to take the technology. I love how different this is and how it's, I I think the best technologies really find a problem and solve a problem. So I think this is exactly the kind of technology that can do really, really well in the cold chain. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what we're hoping for. Um, you know, and then beyond that, there's other, you know, we like to be able to use this technology for a quick, um, even like screening process for humans, mm. um, you, you know, you could take a drop of blood and, and come up with the result in, in 30 seconds. Or, you know, people have asked about um, screening in the cannabis industry. Um, and so, you know, there's, a, there's really a wide range of, of industries um, where, you know, people want that assured purity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what we're trying to set kind of a precedent is up until now, take the organic market, um, organic foods, you can assure that no, you know, pesticides are used during, in the farming of this product. But what about the farm right next door, um, that's using pesticides, you know, could blow over in, into this farm. And because you didn't use it, you know, you assume that it's hundred percent, you know, pure and good for everybody, but without actually testing it, you don't, you don't have that assured assurance really. Right. That's, that's what we're trying to kind of um, bring, you know, bring this assured purity to the next level. One of the number one things that, that experts say, and that I cover in the cold chain is accuracy, traceability, things like that, because people are so into wellness nowadays and the level of accuracy this can bring is, is great. Uh, It's really, I'm very excited to see where this could end up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, um, we've been, we noticed that trend as well. And, and that's something that we can apply because, you know, this is, um, we're testing every single fish. Um, we're recording those results. Um, you know, we're, we've had over, I think 4 million, uh, data points, uh, to date. 
um, mm -hmm. on archery in, in seafood. And so, you know, we can apply those to some sort of a, a tra tra tracking traceability system um, and let you know at some point, um, you know, the, the traceability um, aspect of it is, is what we're developing now. But at some point, you should be able to, you know, know exactly the mercury content in, you know, the can of tuna you're eating. Wow. Ultimately, where we want to go with, with this yeah. technology. Because, you know, labels can only go so far. I mean, you, you, there's plenty of labels that say, you know, certain things. I know I'm somebody who thought that cage-free eggs was fine until I, you know, started diving into it a little bit more. And cage-free means that, oh, they only have this much room. But, um, you know, you're really looking for pasteurized raised eggs, like things like that. So, this level of accuracy is, is, is so much better than just a label. Yeah, no, I agree. <clears throat> I agree. And, you know, with, you know, specifically in the seafood space, you know, it's, it's kind of silly how in the U S where <clears throat> the FDA is in charge of uh, drugs and some foods. Um, and, you know, this day and age they're a large part of their attention is probably going towards the, the drug pharmaceutical aspects. Um, and, you know, having one body responsible for two such kind of different things is kind of crazy, but you, you would imagine that they really don't have as many resources to be focusing on the labeling yeah. uh, kind of in compliance aspects of this. And so, you know, to your point, even if, if people are labeling, um, correctly, it's, you know, still can be misleading and really hard to check. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming on again to talk to, to talk to me. Um, this is a really great informative episode. Yeah, well, great. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode and to Kevin for coming on the show. Tune in every Tuesday for our episodes of Link by Food Logistics and Supply and Demand Chain Executive. And do not forget to hit subscribe on the Spotify, Apple, and Google Playlist apps so you never miss an episode.